We're right back to the Mutt Man. Mutt at Night. On WEEI. Follow the show on Twitter at Mutt at Night WEEI. Well, as we pick through Patriots and Bears last night at Gillette Stadium, thrilled as always to be joined by the captain, Matthew Slater. He joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Matthew, uh, not, not the result you guys were looking for yesterday, and certainly not you seeing your team uh, play a game like that at Gillette. We didn't get a chance to, to hear from you after the game. So, you know, first thoughts on, on how the game went and where you felt like it sort of got away. At one point, you were you were in that game that first half. Yeah, you know, it's certainly disappointing to go out and, and represent ourselves the way we did last night. I don't think that was the effort any of us anticipated. Um, you know, we just kind of have to take a look. I think it starts by looking in the mirror and seeing what each of us can do better as individuals. And before we uh, worry about anything else, we've got to take care of ourselves. So uh, hopefully we can start doing that today and tomorrow. Uh, as you guys prepare for Jet Week, we'll get uh, to the Jets. Did you get a sense, Matthew? You said it wasn't a surprising, obviously, effort for your team. Any sense in the week leading up to it with the extra day or anything like that that the team wasn't as as focused you had been coming off back-to-back wins? No, I wouldn't say so. Uh, you know, I, I think we had a good urgency throughout the course of the week. Um, I had an understanding of how we needed to play the game, uh, but we just didn't do that. And, you know, it doesn't really matter – what your preparation looks like throughout the course of the week if you don't come out and play well on game day. Is there ever a game like that where it's just not, there's no value in going back and looking at film and just saying, like we hear stories, oh, they buried the game ball, buried the ball from that game, buried the tape from that game. Are there games like that where you just turn the page and forget about it and go on to your next opponent? Yeah, I think, you know, there may be different situations that present themselves uh, depending on the team depending on the culture that exists, depending on, uh, you know, a lot of different things where you may want to do that. But, you know, I think it would be beneficial for us to review this one and learn from it and try to, you know, improve. Uh, certainly the talk around town has been today, Matthew, you know, what happened with the quarterbacks, Mac starting, uh, Bailey coming in, and then Mac not coming back in. A bunch of your teammates after the game said they weren't really prepared for that. So I'll ask you, did you know that was the, the plan for the QB rotation last night? Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into what I knew and what I didn't know. Um, you know, any conversation that I have with Coach or any of the coaches around here is going to stay between them and I. And, uh, you know, like, like I always say, Coach is going to do what he thinks is best for the football team, and we have to trust him to do that. And the rest of us have to worry about just doing, doing our jobs. I had a chance to, to catch a little bit of you on, on College Game Day on ESPN Radio over the weekend, and you again reiterated how – how tough it's been for Mac this year. Uh, I assume you meant the injury and coming back from that and getting a chance to play. So as a player, when you hear the fans react the way they did, whether it's the boos for him or then the chanting for Zappi, like as a teammate of Mac who's seen him try to fight back and play, I was just curious what you thought if you noticed that in the stadium last night and your reaction to it. Well, uh, I mean, look, we're human beings here. Um, we're going to have different emotions and, and interpretations of events as they unfold. Uh, my question to you would be, how would you feel if you were in that situation? Uh, how would anyone feel if they're in that situation? You know, I don't want to speak for him, obviously. Um, and I understand the fans are entitled to, to do and say whatever they please. They, you know, they pay money to support this team and, 
uh, you know, we certainly appreciate that. But, you know, it was obviously a unique situation, one I haven't experienced here personally. Um, but, uh, you know, I think as players, as best we can, we kind of have to ignore that noise and, and just focus on doing our jobs. Yeah. I, I mean, since you asked, I, at times I've been that fan. You know, as a kid, I remember, you know, paying money to go to Red Sox game and booing Mo Vaughn, who was a Red Sox legend. Yeah, but he wasn't hitting. He wasn't hitting well, and so I, I'm with you. I respect the fans. I, I just felt like, in that spot, you know, given what Mac meant for the team last year, like I, I was surprised, and I, I can imagine as a teammate who supported Mac, what that might be like to see them come back like that and see the fans. I, I would call them fickle. You don't have to respond to that, but I, I, when you ask me, that that's how I listened to watching on TV last night. That's how I responded as a fan on the couch. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, the fans are entitled. Um, to boo who they want to boo, cheer who they want to cheer. Um, that's their right as fans. And, you know, you don't always have to agree with it. You don't always have to like it, but they're entitled to that. So, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily take issue with it because, um, you know, fans have been fans since the beginning of time. <laughs> and, uh, and I understand, you know, they're passionate about what's going on out there and they want to see their team do well. And, uh, you know, I get that. The Patriots captain, Matthew Slater, joining us here uh, on the Harbor One hotline. I guess one more on, on the the quarterbacks. I mean, you expect it to be a topic this week, and how do you ignore the noise? Uh, again, the coach was not committal to who might play quarterback against the Jets on Sunday. Well, I think collectively uh, all of us as individuals just need to worry about doing our job. You know, We don't need to worry about who's playing what, who's doing what. You know, is it going to be this? situation that situation uh i think we need to worry about doing our individual jobs because none of us did them well enough last night so that's where our focus needs to be there's always going to be noise out there obviously the noise surrounding our team right now is a little bit unique but we have to be mature enough and professional enough to block that out and uh, take care of our business. And was it any factor this week leading in, given that it was a, a conversation we, the fans didn't know until Sunday or Saturday, Sunday or Monday who the quarterback was, didn't affect the team at all heading into the, the Bears game, Matthew? Yeah, I don't believe so. Uh, I don't believe so. I, I, I certainly don't want to speak for anyone else on this team, but I, I, don't, I don't think it was an issue. Uh, one of your fellow teammates, David Andrews, took a pretty rough shot uh, at the end of that game. I know it's a hit the league is trying to get to get rid of. He sort of got blindsided. The player got ejected uh, from the Bears. As, as, uh, special teams, it can happen on special teams as well. Has the league done a good job of trying to get rid of those hits, or do they need to do a, a better job after the shot that David took last night? Well, I think the league is, is making an effort to uh, get those hits out of the game. Um, I think that was an extremely dirty play last night. And, uh, you know, my concern is with the health and well-being of David. You know, I, I just hate to see any teammate down on the field like that and having to go through that uh, type of situation. So, you know, the league's going to do what they need to do. Hopefully they handle this situation the right way with class and, and uh, with order. But, uh, you know, there's really no place in our game for hits like that or plays like that. Have you ever felt like you had to go you talk to somebody after a game? You know, he got ejected, so he wasn't on the field post game. But when you see a shot like that as a captain, as a veteran, as one of the most respected guys in the league, to go tell a guy, hey, that's not how we want to see things done in the NFL? 
I mean, I think he knows that. Mike Mike played here, so I mean, he know, he knows how to play the game the right way. He's been playing this game for a long time. He knows what's right and what's wrong, you know. But you know, I I, I can't go force the way I feel about something or my view on anyone else. You know, those are decisions that players make on the field that they have to live with. Um, and you know, I'm, I I can't be I can't be overly concerned with going out there and policing that sort of thing. Well, I know for sure you're not overly concerned with individual records. Uh, you've accumulated a bunch here in New England, and I would say another one last night, Matthew, whether you know it or not. Uh, 213th game, you are now number two all-time in the franchise history behind uh, a certain quarterback you played for that's now in Tampa. Uh, certainly your longevity and your play at a high level has been uh, renowned across the NFL. Did you know it was 213 last night? Does it? Do I make you feel old when I bring that up again? Uh, and your and your reaction to being the the number two tenured Patriot technically in terms of games played ever in the franchise history. Well, you know our PR staff was kind enough to inform me of that. Um, you know I try not to spend too much time thinking about that, but I, I will say this: and I've been extremely blessed over the course of my career, and you know I thank God for the many ways He has uh, shown His favor to me uh, over the course of my career. I'm very humbled. And I know I haven't done it alone. Uh, you know, there's there's been a cost that's come along with uh, my career, and there's a cost that comes along with any player's career. My family has been asked to sacrifice a ton. The people that support me, that train me, that help me, um, they've given me so much uh, over the years. And, and then, you know, obviously my teammates, uh, what they've meant to me, how they've encouraged me, how they've supported me. So, you know, it may say Matthew Slater, uh, second most tenured Patriot of all time, but it really is, it, it's not about me. Uh, it's about the good Lord and what he's done, and it's about the people that have supported me along my journey. So I'm very, very humbled um, by that accomplishment. And as you said, not, not the result you guys were looking for, but it's a short week with the Monday night game. It's also a jet week. Does jet week still have that same feeling? Uh, I think for Patriot fans, they still view the Jets as maybe your biggest rival They've had a really good start. It feels like a very important game in the division on Sunday. Well, I surely hope so. I, I surely hope it has the same feeling. It, it should. I mean, this is a a very good football team, a team that we're chasing. I mean, we're 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 beneath them, looking up, trying to get to where they are. And uh, you know, this is a huge game for us in terms of uh, the big picture, and then you know, obviously the rivalry that exists there. So, you know, we need to have the right mentality, the right approach to our preparation over the course of the week and uh you know hopefully come out and represent ourselves in the best way possible on sunday matthew always appreciate your insight and your candor uh whether your team wins or loses uh, we certainly love the time and we'll, we'll talk uh next monday on halloween uh see what kind of candy you're into appreciate the time thank you thanks for having me take care the captain matthew slater joining us here on the harbor one hotline and i think most people know that we we taped that earlier uh, on Mondays because of media availability. And it was funny, we were done talking with Matthew Slater today, and I'm sure if you're listening, you heard it in his voice. Uh, my producer, Ben Charleston, and I both commented right away, that is the most angry or most mad we've ever heard Matthew Slater in one of these spots. And we've talked to Matthew Slater for three or four years now on this show. I think he's the best interview. Uh, I'm biased, obviously, but the best interview we have for Patriots Monday in terms of the insight he gives and the actual answers that he gives. And I, I can I can just speak. I, they, you've never heard him. Uh, that angry, and I can only imagine, a 33-4 team, you fall flat on your face there at home, 
The quarterback situation is up in the air. And as he mentioned there at the end, like he knows, they're dead last in the division. The New England Patriots on October 25th are looking up at the Jets and the Dolphins in the AFC East. You can hear it in Matthew Slater's voice. He is not happy. We'll see how the team responds. Uh, it's a huge week. You could argue we won't do much of this tonight because we're obviously in the quarterbacks, but uh, this might be it. This might be like the swing point for the Patriots. They win. They stay in contention. They lose. And they're in chase mode and really on the outside looking in for that seventh spot in the wild card uh, in the AFC. Excellent stuff, as always, with Matthew Slater. Uh, clearly in a bad mood after the game last night. No surprise. Joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. We'll get back to the Patriots and the, obviously the quarterback situation. Are there any silver linings? I don't think there are. We'll try to name a few potentially and get back to your calls. Hour two, Mud at Night, WEEI.